everybody. Thanks so much for joining us on this Tuesday evening. It is a wonderful evening to spend with us. My name is Arms, broadcasting live from our Little Heart Studios in beautiful Amherstburg, Ontario. You've reached the Arms Movement Life Project. If you're listening to us after the fact on Spotify or you're watching the rebroadcast on YouTube, hey, thanks so much for joining us. This show is about all things positive, cool, interesting, and happening in the city of Windsor. Uh, and we hope you enjoy the program. Uh, always enjoy having some pretty cool guests on. And my guests tonight, well, they're good people, solid people. We're going to welcome them in the next couple of minutes, but we want to get to some housekeeping as we usually do on the project. You might remember we had music to your ears. Bethany Russell joined us uh, just a few days ago on episode 26. She's the owner of Brava Music Academy. Amazing lady doing some incredible work with kids who are musically gifted here in the city. And then coming up next week, we have the awesome tag team of Lucy and Patrick from the Bulimia Anorexia Nervosa Association, some folks I've worked with so closely through my broadcast career. They're going to be joining us to talk about some of the initiatives that they have on the horizon for BANA and more. So that'll be coming up next week, I believe Wednesday, the 22nd here on the project. So my guests tonight, uh, they operate a pretty cool place in the city of Windsor. If you've never been to it, it's located on Tecumseh Road and it is a must stop for all folks who enjoy video games. Whether you're a retro gamer, you're a current gen gamer, you're a pop culture enthusiast, you're on the hunt for something unique, um, they have it all. And what's really cool about it is it's a passion for them. They really take some pride in what they do, the services that they offer, and being available to folks in Windsor-Essex too, which uh, you'll see in a lot of the co Facebook comments that they get uh, on their page, they really do uh, take customer service to a new level. So. They're friends of mine. Uh, I'm a frequent shopper of the place, but uh, it's always good to talk all things nerd and all things video games with Roy and Don McLean from the Game MD, who are joining us on the show. Guys, what's going on? How are you? Good. How are you? Excellent, my friend. Uh, what's shaking in the world of today? The Game MD, dude. I got to talk to you about. Okay, first of all, we well, got so much ground to cover. Well, uh, I got. I don't know if you remember this. This is before you opened up the shop. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you were doing some really cool stuff. Um, I think it was just on, I don't want to say Kijiji, but you were offering like video game repair services on Kijiji, yep, as I said. Correct. Okay. Yep. And you were selling some video games too. And I remember my first copy of Skyrim for Xbox 360. I, I came by your place. Mm -hmm. I remember that. And I, you were so nice. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to get into Skyrim. I love Skyrim. This was like probably 2011, 2012. Yep. And, um, and then all of a sudden, you've got a storefront on Tecumseh Road. So let's talk about that. How, first of all, how did you crazy kids get into the world of video games? Well, I loved video games as a kid. I had the Atari. I had the Commodore 64. Then I had the Nintendo. I saved up all of my cash, cutting grass, doing whatever I had to to get a Nintendo then it just exploded from there. It just became an absolute love of mine. Now with Dawn, Dawn's not too much into uh, into the video games, but she does enjoy chasing my dream with me. Yes, I do. <laughs> Supporting him, for yes, sure. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, definitely like enter, enter player two, as it were, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Right? She's, uh, she's the second quarter person. Yeah. So what's interesting? Got, yeah. I was going to say, what's interesting? I was just going to say, uh, how, what's interesting about that too, though, is 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 I, I would imagine, Don, that you see, and and you probably get great joy into seeing Roy do his thing because I've always said, like, if, if somebody's passionate about something and they get to do something on a, a day to day basis that they truly love, that permeates through the people that they work with and that permeates through 
the services or the products that they're offering. And I think with you, I mean, to see Roy do his thing, and I, I mean, I've seen it firsthand in the comments of, you know, moms and dads bringing their kids into the shop. It's like you, you get to be a part of that magic, right? And I don't want to sound cheesy, but it is it is magic. It's, it's customer service that's very personable. Oh, very much. Very much so. It is. Yeah, I love it. I, I wouldn't change it for the world. Uh, I'm very business minded, so I love being an entrepreneur. So that fills my aspirations. Um, so I enjoy that aspect. Uh, I'm all behind the scenes, although I'm out on the floor all the time too, but it is nice to see him living out his dream. And it's nice going home and him not complaining about the job that he was doing, which was which an is, everyday thing when he was in the mold industry. It was, it was a rough go. <laughs> yeah, that was not fun. Uh, having Don and I work together every day, all day, every day and then also going home and seeing each other you'd think we would get would see way too much of each other which is <laughs> far far from the truth now we enjoy each other's time but yeah uh, when you see the the kids when they come into the into the store i mean the, the amount of times that you hear this is their favorite store which is you know so humbling it's mind-blowing that we created this it's it's really really fantastic yeah, I think it's pretty awesome. And I, I said, it's badass that you took the plunge, right? And you said, okay, I have a passion in this. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get out of something that's not making me happy. Because I've, I've said that to folks too. It's like, you can make a good paycheck doing something. But if you're going to come home miserable every night, mm -hmm. then quite honestly, what the hell's the point, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, I mean, Don, you must have seen that too, right? Roy's coming oh. in and he's like, oh, this person and that person. and Or not even say that person, but you know what I mean? Like this, it's soul sucking is what I'm saying. It yeah, was, and he was getting laid off all the time. It was very unpredictable. And so this last time that he got laid off, I told him, I said, you need to find something else to do. And it just so happened to be, I was in teacher's college at the time and I was, wow. <laughs> he was laid off. I was full-time teacher's college. I had to work full-time on top of that as well. And we had two kids at home. But so I said, you need to find something different because I can't, I can't live like this, <laughs> not knowing if we're going to be able to make ends meet. Um, so then he started uh, just filling the void with fixing video games and it grew from there at our house. And then it just got out of hand with people showing up at all hours of the day. Uh, and then that's, <laughs> that's when the inspiration of the store happened. You, you came at a reasonable <laughs> hour. The sun was still in the sky. We're talking about four in the morning, getting phone oh, get calls. get out of here. Knocks on the door. I Who's need my machine fixed. It was insane. Bro, wait, wait till eight o'clock, man. I got to have my coffee. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yes, Knocking exactly. at four o'clock. Exactly. Oh, my God. Exactly. So, yeah. okay. So how, so self-taught mm -hmm. in terms of, yeah. you know, wow. So how, like, at what point did you say, Roy, is, as you're fixing, like, did you like purpose, like, did you have a system that was busted and you're like, man, I'm fixing this on my yes. own? Like, how did that get started? Yeah, really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So this is how it happened. A long time ago, right after dirt was invented. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> my I had an Xbox 360. Now it sure. broke. It got the famous red ring of death. Yes. Anyways, we didn't have any money. We were everything was really tight. Like Don was saying, she went to Teachers College, and we the two young ones. And it, anyways, we couldn't afford to get a new machine. So what I did was I did a ton of research to figure out how to fix the current one. So when I fixed that, I got back to work. 
and then someone else mentioned that their machine also flaked out. Anyways, I fixed theirs. Another person mentioned Kijiji, so I advertised for free on Kijiji. Then it started to get a little bit busier to the point where I was uh, buying like the, the top ads for the week. And then it just kind of just, just snowballed from there. Now, I was a, a tool and mold maker for a long, long time. Yeah, Don uh, was a child and youth worker. And when we worked, it was, I was on afternoon shift. She was on day shift. So she would come to the shop, drop off the kids, and then I would take off. She would go to work. Then, or I would be on afternoons, and then I would go home, take the kids, and then she would go to work. So we never saw each other. And it, we would get into like the dumbest arguments over, you know, oh, you didn't, uh, you didn't empty the dishwasher last night and it would just explode from that. But uh, anyways, back to the, how the, the video games went, uh, we got so busy out of the house because PlayStations, Xbox, anything uh, electronic, it broke. Yeah. The, I, the Xbox 360s were getting the red ring of death. Oh, it like, was unbelievable. Just... But we got so busy that we decided, you know what? We got to open up a storefront. And then people at the house, they uh, they wanted work done, but they didn't have cash, so they would trade things for the work done. And wow. I had I had machines all over the place in inside. <laughs> Our the, whole basement the, the was basement. taken over by this business. <laughs> it was absolutely ridiculous. My neighbor thought that I was doing something very very illegal because <laughs> of all of the cars that were coming in at all times of day. So I took him into the house to show him exactly what I was doing. And then all of a sudden he was nice to me again. <laughs> so anyway, it's nice when your neighbors think you're drunk. Dealers, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, they're, they're knocking at the door. They're saying, Hey, uh, Hey, uh, hey can you fix this? Can you fix yeah. this right here? Four in the morning. We got some of this and you're probably, hey, like, can, you, can you fix my them. Xbox? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Not a problem, man. Not a problem. 25 bucks. Right? 25 bucks. Hey man, I'll give you a ten plus this extra copy. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you, exactly. Yeah. So then we uh, we decided. Uh, well, actually, it was Don that decided. She's like, okay, enough, enough, enough. We need a storefront. So we went out. We found a storefront, and then uh, that's when you learn everything about business. Uh, for instance, you got to pay for everything: the construction, the electrical, the carpeting, the. Yeah, we thought when you rented, like, because we were new to this, oh, yeah. right? We, we thought sure. when you rented a, a commercial property, it was like renting an apartment where the landlord takes care of everything. Oh, no, it's very different for commercial. You're responsible for everything inside. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, we, like, most people just uh, imagine that bippity boppity boop, it's all right here and waiting for you. No, 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 no. Uh, so that was just getting the storefront. Then we had find the suppliers. Where do you find suppliers? <laughs> So we had to try and find these suppliers. Now, a little inside, uh, an inside trading secret here. Mm -hmm. Video game suppliers want nothing to do with you for the first three to four years of your business because, Come on. well, most businesses uh, fail. So they want to be paid. So they don't offer credit or nothing. So that means- uh, Well, plus they're, uh, they're dealing with collectors oh. who are on the search of the special things at wholesale prices. So they want to make sure you're definitely a brick and mortar that you're a retail establishment that's going to be around because they don't want collectors just getting stuff for themselves. Yes, uh, they want to make sure that 
it's going, it's distributing to everybody, not just. Uh, well, what I meant, what I was going to say is that we could order, say, a uh, hundred of one no, particular yes. item, and they'll send us three. Well, it right? still happens with Nintendo, but. <laughs> We love you, Nintendo. Just kidding. Not really, though. Um, wait, let's just go to some of the comments because they're rolling in here. We've got Roy and Don right. from the Game MD on the show with us. Uh, Jeff says, hey, props to you guys. We love the Game MD. Roy and Don are awesome. They treat my special boy great every time he yep. goes there. Um, yeah, we call him Eric the Red. I know exactly who that is. <laughs> He's a fantastic you young man. You know, I'm going to okay, I'm gonna go off on a tangent. You guys have to bear sure. with me here. Okay. I used to work in retail a long time ago and I used to take great pride and I still do take great pride when you offer a personal connection, you know, social media be damned. And I love, I love social media. Right. But I think when you can actually make a connection and I know a lot harder during these COVID days, mm -hmm. when you can actually make a connection and have that repeat business by maybe exercising your expertise mm -hmm. in a particular field. And in your case, video games, pop culture, merch, um, and you have a situation where somebody like Jeff and his son come in the store. I say kudos to you because not only are you building those relationships, but you're not out there just to make a quick buck. You're out mm -hmm. there. So this person feels like it's, hey, I want to, you're almost turning these people instead of customers into brand ambassadors. And I, I, I always say that to my wife. I go, you know, during my radio days, I used to really try to exercise that. It's like people can have all sorts of options to go to, right? But if you can give them something that no one else can't, and, and really spend some time with them because I think we're so connections starved with oh, yeah. folks. Mm -hmm. I think that will hopefully sustain you through times like maybe the last 18 months <laughs> and certainly uh, building up clientele and, and relationships as you go forward. Oh, yeah. No, it'd be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. We're very lucky that we had those relationships built up over the last eight, nine years. Uh, to get us through COVID because it was our regular customers that kept us going. We don't have an online store. We have our social media that carries us through. And, and that's what uh, we were reaching out to our regular customers. Thank goodness we knew what, what kind of things they were interested in. Um, and we were able to reach out to them individually. And that kept us going through all these lockdown curbside, the roller coaster of last year <laughs> and part of this year. Yeah. So. It's, it's well, very I, important to us. I was going to say, guys, I, I, I feel like, you know, I, I patronize the shop all the time. And then I got married. I'll be honest. <laughs> life changed a little bit. Got married. It was the best decision of my life, right? Had little Liam. Um, you know, we had some challenges there, you know, switched a couple of jobs. And now it's like I'm, I'm in a position where I'm loving what I'm doing. Um, and I'm rediscovering some of my passions. And that's when I think we reconnected because I, you know, I'm on the hunt for Xbox 360 games. I'm on the hunt for some Xbox One games. Got into some retro gaming. And I'm like, I got to go see Roy and Don again. So I popped in when you guys, I think the third lockdown lifted. And <laughs> yeah. uh, it was just nice to see you guys back in, in the flesh and check out the store and, you know, see you guys doing things. And for me, it's like trying to find the needle in the haystack. But uh, Brett says, you know, like, video games are like crack to some people. Um, <laughs> hey, Brett. What's up, Brett? <laughs> That's true, though. It's, it's a passion, though, right? I mean, especially if you're on the hunt, and you guys must see this come, folks come in the store, myself included, looking for those rare titles nowadays. And I mean, lo and behold, I'm not going to pay an eBay scalper uh, a bajillion dollars for something. It's always nice to find something at a reasonable price that's especially local. Oh, so you've seen our eBay store. 
That's you. That I knew it was you. No, guilty as charged. Guilty as charged. The nice thing with getting it locally is you get to actually see it because a lot of these eBay sellers will just post stock photos, and then you get this item, and you think it's going to be uh, mint in mint condition and it comes with the sticker torn or it just doesn't work in general we see it all the time they come in yeah. like roy can you fix this for me i bought it online <laughs> oh yeah uh, online online's great but it's also terrible at the same time uh i've seen a lot of hearts broken mm -hmm. now if you're uh, looking for something uh, that's that's rare but cheap it's not going to work unfortunately that's just how sure. it goes yeah, but uh, we had uh, doing our unboxing videos, which you've probably seen on I our YouTube them. channel. <laughs> so them. now, full disclosure, I do not know what's inside these boxes. So my uh, my emotions and uh, reactions are act like completely genuine. <laughs> Don does all of the ordering. So when I'm asking what's in the box, it, that was just a joke between us. So I would always say this whenever we were opening the box. Now it's become such a popular saying in the store and uh, with the, our customers and people watching the videos that we even got a sticker made that says, Don, what's in the box, which is absolutely <laughs> hilarious. And Don, uh, she never really got uh, fully recognized for all of her efforts. So whenever someone would give a compliment uh, to the store, to me, about uh, say a figure that we had gotten in or a, a, a special order game, but this is all Don. Don's always getting it. So I always relay the message. So she knows that the, uh, the compliment to me is a compliment to her also. But when we started doing these unboxing videos, we had, uh, what, a month and a half ago, these two young guys, they came walking in, I'm in the back and they came walking in and Don's never seen these guys before. And they just go, Hey Don, how's it going? And Don was completely floored. She doesn't have a name tag or anything on. And she was like, Oh, hey. And then the other guy's like, Hey Don, what's going on? Love the videos. Yeah. It's just funny because it was hilarious. Yeah, it's just because of the videos, we we didn't realize how many people we were reaching with these videos until they start coming in and telling us how they're watching them and enjoying them and yeah, calling us by name. Everybody oh, yeah. used to call Roy the the running joke is Everybody has a different name for Roy. He's been called Tim, Jeff, Bob. I don't know. Every name. <laughs> Kevin, Steve, <laughs> Keith. Keith, my favorite. Oh, Come yeah. on. Yeah. And oh, now yeah. we have Roy on the outside of the building with our Roy approved sticker. And we have uh, the YouTube where it's constantly Roy. What's, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. yeah. Um, was... We've got Daniel says here on, on Facebook, uh, I have spent so much money at your store and I am okay with it. LOL. <laughs> Well, yes, I Dan mean, loves Animal Crossing cards right now. <laughs> yeah, Dan's one of our favorite people of all time. I, I won't lie. He is an absolute hoot and a sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. He's a great, great person. It's funny how, like, when you have something... Like, I, I've always had my Xbox One. When I went 360 to Xbox One, and uh, I started getting into some retro gaming. Like, I've got NES Classic. I got the, I'm just looking over at my, my video game stuff. is on that side of the office. Uh, at... SNES Classic. I've got the Sega Genesis Mini. Um, and then you start to build the collections. And when you find those things, it's like, and, and I love some of that that messaging that you guys have. It's like a treasure hunt, right? You're looking mm -hmm. for something and you're like, oh, do you have this copy or it's a legendary edition of this or whatever. 
that's a lot of fun. It's like a hobby just to even search for some of those things, whether it is video games or in some cases, like you had said, action figures, which are pretty popular. I had, I know you guys know Jeremy Reynolds pretty well, but I had Reno on the show Who? Uh, a few weeks ago and we were talking about, you know, how everything old is new again. I mean, I've got Masters mm-hmm. of the Universe guys right here. Um, I saw that and that's fantastic. <laughs> thank you. I love Skeletor. Skeletor is my man. Like, I think he's like, he's the definition of don't give up, mm-hmm. right? Yep. <laughs> and so because yep. he will I, never I, give up, <laughs> never give up. And he's always got something witty to say, right? But it's just like you, you got to see that, right? You get to know those your customers' sort of tastes as they come into the mm-hmm. store. And, and, and like in the case of Daniel, I mean, Animal Crossing cards are pretty big. What else have you guys seen that are, uh, that's generally pretty popular nowadays? Oh my gosh. Anime. Yeah. Anime. We, it's so funny with the anime. I'm just going to go off topic here for a little bit, but I'll get back on. I swear. That's okay. Uh, the, anime, the anime figures started because I had ordered in a figure that I thought was 18 inches and it was something like 80 bucks. And I, when it came in, it was just this little eight inch figure. And I'm oh my gosh, who's going to pay $80 for this figure? And we had two of them. No, we had three <laughs> we, okay. and they sold that day. Yeah. And so wow. I'm like, oh, wow, there's actually an interest in these. And I'm like, well, if people are willing to pay, then I'll order more. And we just ballooned from there for the, for the anime figures. Um, but I find that Pokemon is huge, absolutely huge right now. Pokemon trading cards, um, Switch, obviously, through the whole pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, early on last year, it was really hard to get anything Switch, especially the consoles. And we are very lucky that we've had built up relationships with our sales reps. So we were one of the only places that could get switch consoles in and we were selling them at like MSRP. Whereas some of the big box stores were even like jacking up the prices. So a lot of, we got a lot of new customers because of that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. A $400 item was selling for $600 a couple of blocks down the street at a, at a big box store. We won't, we won't name the names. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, Let's go back to some of the comments because they're coming in pretty quickly here. Uh, on we're live on Facebook, LinkedIn, and on Twitter. So please join in the conversation. Roy and Don from the Game MD here with us today. Uh, this is a great question, and hey, Brett, kudos for you asking it. What is the worst thing, Roy, that you found in a console <laughs> when repairing them? Come on, thanks for the question, Brett. Yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks for that one, Brett. Um, okay, I can do tell you, you, but I'll let Roy. Okay, do you want to know the the worst? And then I'll tell you the funniest. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Done. Right. Done. So the worst was it'll have to be bugs. Yeah. Like so, uh, so it's not people uh, as much as uh, places that unfortunately where they live. Ugh. Okay. Bugs like heat. They like to be able to be in a nest. Anyways, the uh, people bring these things in. Sometimes it's very, very rare. Uh, what in. 10 years that we've, well, we've not, had three, I think yeah, three, the, three machines. The, the first one was the catalyst for getting the business out of our house. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> one of the major so, catalysts right? for getting yeah. it out of the house. Yep. Yeah. That's I right. just called yeah. up somebody and said, Hey, you know what? Uh, I've got your machine inside a garbage bag outside the front door. In fact, no, it's in there the middle go. of my front lawn. You can come by and pick her up. No charge. And you feel bad because when they're dropping it off, they don't know yep. that the bugs are inside the machine, but because they're warm, they're just, they just go in there and then Ugh. they nest and that's why your machine's yep. not working. Uh, so. About a month ago, I had a young man. He wanted to bring in his brand new PlayStation to get uh, uh, cleaned out. PlayStation I, 5. So as soon as I took the side piece off, I saw that there was a cockroach. 
So anyways, I just immediately put everything into a double bag, called him, told him to come and get it. And then he was asking me, well, is there somebody else in town that does repairs or there is someone else. There is a couple of people. And he asked if, uh, if, if I'd be able to send them that way. And I wasn't going to do that uh, to other people. <laughs> I don't need someone to open up a bomb. Yeah. Right? That, that would just be absolutely awful. But he, you now, sent them to the Orkin man. <laughs> there you go. That's right. That, right. Even, even that would be mean. Yeah. You just <laughs> like, feel bad because you don't, you don't want to make anybody like, no, yeah. I know. I no, I get that for sure. Right. But so now uh, the funniest thing I've ever seen, uh, there's two for a PlayStation four, somebody brought it in and said, there's a disc stuck in there. I took out five Blu-ray discs that were stuck in one Blu-ray disc player. I don't know how in the world you could possibly do it. It must have taken this person a lot of time (laughs) and a lot of patience to push these five discs in there. It's usually kids. There's been all kinds, like money, uh, quarters are money. Yeah. Like a piggy bank to kids. So far, right now, in my tip jar, uh, with 10 years, I'm about four bucks. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting close to retirement. But Couple uh, more, uh, you're set to go. Yes. Now, uh, there was a poker chip. Uh, one of those, uh, yeah, the, the barrel of monkeys, uh, monkey, was inside the dish tray. And uh, there was also stickers, some other pieces of cardboard, and... Oh, well, Remember those guns with the uh, with the, the little flying discs when we were kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, yeah. They, they, well, there was a, a whole bunch of those. Like they're kind of like tiddlywinks, and uh, they were all stuffed inside one machine. So that's poker chips, stickers, <laughs> cardboard pieces, the the barrel of monkeys, monkey. Which I don't even know how in the world that thing got in there. But yeah, again, that those were the the top three things for sure. So if your disc, disc drive's not working, guys, it could be because <laughs> your kids put something in there. There might be a monkey in the draft. <laughs> the oh, that goes, that's I, a little I, joke that between Don and I is, hey, look, there's a monkey in the drive. Look at that. <laughs> He's stuck right in there. Yeah. Uh, Betty says in our Facebook feed, uh, my son's Xbox just showed the red ring of fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be seeing you guys soon. I'll be here. Um, there may be a monkey in there. We don't there, know. There could be. I, I hope not. <laughs> no, we hope not. Uh, Brett goes on to say, Roy has had some unfixable disc resold and brought to be fixed multiple times. So Kijiji isn't always your friend. Yes. Um, yes. That's that true, would... right? Buyer beware in that sense. Yeah. Uh, there was someone that came. Uh, they had uh, the disc, um, uh, the Pokemon Coliseum. Uh, the game itself right now is worth a lot of money. So the person brought it to me and it was absolutely destroyed. So... They it could not be fixed. We do have a machine uh, that will do the polishing for the discs, but I mean it's it can't work miracles. Anyways, they brought it in and it didn't work. Then a couple of hours later, someone else with the exact same game came in and told me that they just spent a hundred and forty bucks on this thing. I was like, oh my goodness! So a couple of days later. Another person comes walking in saying that they just bought the game for a hundred bucks. So these people who know that these discs aren't working are reselling them. So again, it's buyer beware. Yeah. And it happens Pers- all the time when people come in with their consoles and they're told that it can't be fixed. Like, oh, don't worry. I'll just sell it on Kijiji or Facebook Marketplace. And it oh, just like on. breaks my heart oh, yeah. knowing that someone is going to get ripped off and there's nothing we can do about it. <laughs> exactly. That's like um, karma, though, man. I'm for a yeah. believer. It's like you can't be doing that. Um, hey, so I wanted to ask you, um, and maybe, maybe Don, maybe 
you are getting into gaming or you have your favorite games but like what do you guys like what are you playing what are you like what are you excited about um i What's mean we could talk about game? yeah like what, i do, like, what, I do have, play the... some games for sure i do okay. play some games i'm a, i'm a mario junkie so anytime there's a new mario game i will definitely pick it up and play it uh the one game that i had to play during lockdown when we were shut down for five weeks is i played Link's awakening and i played the heck out of that game i love it so much Yes, nice. from beginning to end. Yes, yes. It was nice wow. to have the opportunity when you run your own business and you have kids at home, and it's hard to find the time. So it was it, that was one of the only perks of <laughs> being locked down was having and, the time to do it, and also owning a video game store <laughs> where we had everything in our arsenal. <laughs> I was going to say, there's no shortage of you guys getting bored, I would think, right? I mean, you could probably take a look at, you know, hey, I'm going to try this out tonight, or this, a lot of buzz about that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it's also nice to be able to tell somebody what a game is about, what it's like, if it's good, if it's bad. Now, uh, I enjoy terrible movies, but I also enjoy terrible games. <laughs> On a Saturday, if you come in here, Usually I'm playing something awful and I'll leave the controller out and I'll let someone else try it out also just to get a laugh, just to get a laugh. And they're probably like, what am I even playing? What is this? Yeah. yeah. Now here's a true story. A couple of years ago, a young man that used to work for me, Mr. DJ, him and I were uh, very, very in depth in this particular game. Now this, Another guy, Steve, uh, that comes in, we call him Boomerang Steve because he uh, got us a boomerang from his uh, his trip to Australia one year. And nice. uh, so when he comes walking in, he sees that the two of us are really antsy and pushing like, pushing each other around, you know, and he's like, what are you guys doing? We are playing Dream Salon for the Nintendo Wii. Barbie Dream Salon. Barbie. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So you can turn anything into a competition. So anyways, maybe 15 minutes later, this the Steve uh, in the background is going, no, 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 Roy, you got it all wrong. You can't put yellow and orange makeup on your on your girl. It's going to clash. It has to be opposite colors, like purple and orange, purple and yellow. It, you can't do it yellow and orange. That looks terrible. And uh, yeah, so anyways, thanks to Steve, I did win that uh, that, that round against DJ. It's a little bit of cosmetology 101 on the Wii. That's it's, it. Exactly. Exactly. In uh, a couple of weeks ago, my uh, son and I, uh, we were playing a game called uh, uh, The Bachelorette. Come on. There's a game for The Bachelorette? Yeah, it's not good. Like the show? Yeah. It's a bunch of mini games, and the mini games are really, really lame. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. But I do have it for sale. <laughs> yeah, the is Wii on... is notorious for all these filler games like Grey's Anatomy. And sure, like sure. Stuff. I was oh, just yeah. gonna say because the Wii, like at one point, it's like for Nintendo when the Wii came out, that was like sort of like the Renaissance again for Nintendo, right? Like it was almost like the the original Nintendo when it came out. It was like everybody had to have one, mm -hmm. and there was just like this no shortage of games for it, oh, uh, yeah. good and bad, right? That's right. With the Wii, anybody could play it. Right. So it was, here's a controller, do the motion and you, and anyone can play bowling. Anyone can do the tennis. So it was absolutely fantastic. It got you up and off the couch. Then Xbox came out with the connect. The only downfall to that was you needed a large enough area to be able to play it. It's, yeah. but if you had that, it was fantastic. Then PlayStation, they came out with their own wands and whatever uh, for the PlayStation move. 
it was very expensive and it was really hard to find this stuff. So that kind of, it, it feels, it didn't work out as well. Uh, back to the uh, comments here. Jeff says, great show tonight. Hey, Jeff, thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate it. It helps when you have awesome guests. Mm -hmm. I will say that. So thank you for the comment, Jeff. We appreciate it. Um, Betty says, hey, I love them both. The uh, So we appreciate the comments here. Um, you know, <laughs> the Wii is a, a funny thing, right? Um, mm -hmm. Because people get into gaming. And then this is where I wanted to kind of go deep dive with you guys. Mm -hmm. Like, I had a Wii. I went from, I had Wii, Xbox 360, had Xbox 360, held strong. I was a PS2 guy. Okay, here's my succession. Okay, we'll start from the beginning. Nintendo Entertainment System, Super Nintendo, Super Nintendo into PlayStation, and mm -hmm. then Nintendo 64. So kind of tandem. Yeah. Then N64 rode that up until I would say probably the PS2, PS2 hard, uh, Xbox as well. And then from Xbox, got the Wii, Xbox 360, and I didn't touch PlayStation 3 or PlayStation 4. And I still got the Xbox One. And now you got the Xbox refrigerator as i call it <laughs> right and you've got the ps5 i see year in and year out they put out call of duty you got your call of duties you got your fifas all that kind of stuff right oh yeah am i wrong in saying that there is somewhat i don't remember there being as little as single player adventure action games as there has been in the last couple of years and maybe I'm just I'm just the old curmudgeonly gamer saying back in my day we used to, you know. But I just feel like there's like it's always like here's the latest and greatest of Call. Not that there's anything wrong with Call of Duty, mm -hmm. but for Father's Day Liam bought me this year and Carrie um, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. And I told you guys about this when I came in. Yes. Yep. And I had it and I never really got into it. And I literally that's what I did all summer from Jan uh, June until late August. I went through one, two, and three, and mm -hmm. I loved it. And I thought, my God, why isn't there more games like this that are focused on the single player experience? So my question to you as the experts, do you think that we'll get to that point because more and people are staying home and there's more of a need for those single player adventure games? Or are we going to have sort of like the 2021, 2022, 2023 iterations of Call of Duty or Battlefield or, you know, these battle royale games that seem to be out more and more in the in the public? It all is going to come down to the dollars and cents and they make a ton of money off of these games. So console specific Sony and Xbox, I feel are going to stick to that one player style game. The nice thing with Nintendo is they really are family orientated. So that's where you're going to find the more uh, multiplayer games. That's what we've seen over the past years. And it hasn't, it hasn't changed over the, like it's just been everybody comes in and they ask for multiplayer games and you go in the Sony section or Xbox section and it's just so sad. There's like one or two games that you can point out to people. Yeah, and then exactly. we always try and steer them to the Nintendo because there's dozens and dozens of multiplayer games. It's just it's what the companies are making money from. So Nintendo makes money off these multiplayer games. Sony Xbox makes a ton of money off of these solo player games. Oh, yeah. Now. Uh, uh the uh, the term couch co-op that is your old yeah. school two players you're sitting on the couch together playing your games so mm -hmm. obviously you had that for the Atari uh, for the uh, uh, Nintendo Super Nintendo because there's no internet but now that there's internet and uh, most of these companies just assume that everybody has their own machine with their own 
online profile. So they're playing by themselves that they don't include the, uh, the campaign or uh, like a two player mode or multiplayer mode as a sure. co-op. A, a great example would be the, uh, 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 was it the, the, for the Nintendo 64, the GoldenEye, right? Oh my right. God. See, see, I hit a nerve. Love, love right. GoldenEye. Are you kidding? Right. So no one's allowed to use the golden gun in, in GoldenEye when you're playing couch co-op. No odd job. No, no odd, odd job. job, right? Because that no is just the cheat code right there. So uh, when they came out with a Ninja Turtles game not too long ago, so for Xbox One, PS4, you automatically you're thinking four players because it's Ninja Turtles. Nope. It was a single player only multiplayer online. It turned off so many people. That's the a lot of these companies, they didn't understand their customer. Now, uh, with that being said, our customers, they'll be saying, uh, I want an online multiplayer, uh, multiplayer game with no campaign. Then that game comes out and they're like, well, where's the campaign? I want, I need the campaign so I know how to play the game. Or they'll say, I want a game that uh, has no online. I just want the, the, the campaign. Well, where's the online? I want to be able to play online with my friends. So they're kind of darned if they did and darned if they didn't when they're making these games. But it, uh, as Don was saying, with the, the Mario titles, if you're playing Super Mario Brothers and you got four players <laughs> at the same time. It is kind of a nightmare. <laughs> it is such a gong show. It is absolutely hilarious. For the person that's not playing, standing in the background, watching someone try to play Mario four players at the same time is the best entertainment you can purchase. <laughs> You're all bouncing on each other's heads, <laughs> knocking each other down the Everyone's holes. Everyone's getting mad. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I, exactly. You know, I, I just go back to like you know some of like some of the titles like over lockdown over the last year year and a half again slowly get back in the game. I beat all the Halos. Mm -hmm. I was like I went through the Master Chief Collection, beat four and five, beat all the Gears of War, uh, including Judgment. Uh, you know I went through Mass like Effect, loved it. Judgment. <laughs> Yeah, including judgment, right? Including judgment, you know. Yeah, including just because, um, you know, some of the real the real time strategy stuff that they came out with, like Halo Wars, I'm working on, uh, you know, stuff like that. But I just I love those single single player experiences, and I I just I'm not a huge online gamer in the sense of like I'm not going to go into like um, a COD, you know, um, you know, Modern Warfare or something like that, mm -hmm. and hop on there, and because I suck. I'm terrible. And I used to think I was awesome at GoldenEye. Like, honestly, I got an N64 here. I got GoldenEye. Yeah. And my buddies come over, and we play GoldenEye every once in a while. And sometimes I set it up in the garage, have a couple of beers. And it's like, it's 1997 again. And it's like, honestly, like, we have just a blast. It's split screen. Yeah. You know, everyone's yelling at each other. Don't don't look at my screen. Don't look at my screen, you know. Mm -hmm. But you go online, and it's like, I can't even, I can't even hold a candle to some of these kids yeah and like it Brett's turns a lot of people off it turns a lot of people off from gaming when it's like that we have people come in all the time and say i, I want to get this game but i can't play it online because oh, <laughs> these yeah. they call them squeakers or i'm gonna destroy them that's <laughs> what Brett said. Tell my mom on you <laughs> yeah my mom thinks you're totally worthless i'm gonna <laughs> beat you and it's just this high-pitched <laughs> now the last time i played call of duty online was many, many years ago. I believe it was Black Ops 2. And what happened was, is I spawned and I it takes a second for you to be able to run off and go. 
and then I saw this grenade drizzle towards me, and then I exploded, and I was done. <laughs> so then I respawn inside another room, and just as I'm ready to go, there is, there's a the door opens, and someone knifes me, and then I'm done. And it was just a total. <laughs> it was it was not entertaining for me at all. I I could have just I would have had more entertainment just watching the controller sitting on the coffee table. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I tried playing, I tried downloading Fortnite just to see what all the buzz was about. And I was like, what the hell is going on right now? Like I'd spawn and then like take two steps, boom. Yep. And I'm like, this isn't fun for me. Like call me like, again, the old gamer, like back in my day, but I love like the golden eye stuff. Right. Which mm-hmm. here's the thing. So I'm like, my next N64 purchase, like I've got, I, you know, I always play GoldenEye every once in a while. I love the Mario Kart 64. Um, we have a Switch upstairs that my wife and I play. We play like Mario Party, some Smash Brothers every every once in a while. But um, I want to ask your opinion on this. And, and this is like a huge topic, right? And a lot of people who aren't familiar with video games, we're going to school you a bit here. So I love GoldenEye. Anything remotely close to GoldenEye from the Rare team probably won't happen again. Right, yeah. because everybody's sort of moved on to different projects. It was, you know, years ago, right? So, a friend of mine suggested I look up Goldfinger, which is a homebrew version of uh, these people made like the movie Goldfinger in the GoldenEye engine, and they actually have it on like a N sixty four cart that you oh, yeah. can get on um, Etsy. Mm-hmm. And I was like looking at some of the stuff, and like there's YouTube channels, honestly, guys, where it's like a whole playthrough of um, Goldfinger. And it's like Sean Connery and the N64 graphics. And I'm like, this is pretty badass. And I'm like, but do I want to justify spending, you know, $120 on this cart that's a homebrew? So what is your take on the homebrew community and homebrew games? Like, how does that even factor into like the buying and selling and trading? And I know a lot of people are looking at the authenticity and homebrew if people aren't familiar with is what I essentially, and correct me if I'm wrong here, guys, that's like people just building the games themselves, right? Like literally building the software. Yeah. Now, there is a huge difference between a homebrew and also a knockoff or a fake or a reproduction. Okay. Uh, with uh, with the homebrew, it's someone's original idea making the game uh, like a fan-made game, if you want to call it that. Those, they're legal-ish, right? Uh, it's when you do the uh, the reproductions or just a, 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 you're making the fake copies. That's where you get into a lot of these... Uh, uh, legality problems there is a, a customer of ours that's in uh, toledo ohio he said that his buddy has a shop then he was making all of these reproduction carts so he was making uh, the nintendo 64 super nintendo sega genesis nintendo game boy games and he was making them all uh, at his place he had ordered all of the cardboard stock to make the cardboard boxes to make them all nice and fancy and look legit now he was not selling them to be uh, actual Nintendo games. He had reproduction in the branding and, and everything. He got an email apparently from. Oh no, uh, a letter from a lawyer, Nintendo's yeah, lawyer, saying yeah, cease saying, and assist. Saying everything's gone as of five o'clock today. Done. Wow. Protective over. Oh yeah, big time. Over their product, and I don't blame them. Oh, oh. But. Well, we here are, we are official Nintendo dealers. We're also official uh, Microsoft and uh, PlayStation right, with the Sony products. 
Uh, so yeah. we're obviously anti-reproduction. It also breaks my heart when kids come in and they show off these Pokemon games oh, that they got off the internet and the we week. break their hearts that they're repros. And oh, no. a young man from Leamington came in. He had the uh, the Pokemon Emerald game. Now mm -hmm. that game right now is worth about 160 bucks. He told me that him and his family, they jumped in the car, drove over to Chatham, they bought the game for 20 or 25 bucks. He was very, very excited. So when he got here, he was like, he wanted to show me this game because he knows about the store and everything. Sure. Anyways, when he showed it to me, I was just like, like, do I, or do I not? Ooh, it was a fake. So, and some of them are really well done yeah. and some of them are clearly, <laughs> clearly fake. Oh yeah. Like really, really bad. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It's comical. We have a, a container of all these fake games, and Roy likes to show them off to the I have, a, I have a small collection of fake games. <laughs> One of my favorite fake games is uh, uh, Lizzie McGuire. Why make a fake game of Lizzie McGuire? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the game sells for two bucks. Right? But there's <laughs> you a put fake. all that time and effort and everything <laughs> to make a game and sell it for two bucks. Why not? Oh yeah. But uh, if uh, someone's making a, a homebrew game. And uh, they want they want to uh, it like for your uh, your Goldfinger right that you're talking about. It, I say kudos, right? Make it, but uh, try and go about it the legit way of getting things done. Uh, there's uh, game companies like uh, Limited Run Games, which again we are official dealers of. Uh, yeah, that's make, awesome. They make stuff like this. Uh, they are remaking uh, all kinds of different games. Uh, one that I'm really excited is uh, the uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors game for the Super mm -hmm. Nintendo and Sega Genesis. Yeah. They're making it in a clear green case, like the cartridge. It's going to be Come absolutely on. fantastic. Yeah, they do a lot of uh, extra add-ons in the games. A lot of the games are just digital only regularly, and they're making sure. physical copies for those physical collectors. Did Okay, so because I love Zombies Ate My Neighbors. That's like one of my favorite LucasArts games, right? Amazing title. And like the much not known about i guess that doesn't make sense but anyways a lot of people don't know about the sequel too that um school patrol thank you very much um so did microsoft finally say yeah we'll let limited run games do physical releases of these things yet or what because i know that they were yep. going back and forth yeah yep. okay yep. yep now the ghoul patrol uh the cartridge is going to be uh it's going to be a clear red okay right? and then the zombies that my neighbors is going to be with the the clear green now, uh, you know how the, the young man in the game, he's got the, the, the 3D glasses on? Yeah. Right? So it's going to match his glasses. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So I can come into the shop and then get a physical copy of the Xbox One when this comes out? Not for Xbox One. Uh, they're, oh. they're making it for the Switch. And then okay, also for, for Super Nintendo and also for Sega Genesis. Okay. Well, I still call you to get it for I just like, it's funny. It's like, I, not that like I, it's like a measuring or a metric for anybody, but it's like, if I can get games that can boop up, uh, bump up my gamer score, yeah. then I'm like all about it. I'm like, oh, God, well, I'm going to get on the Xbox so then it can boost up my gamer score. But mm -hmm. um, let's go back to the comments here. We're getting quite a few come in from some of the folks who are watching this stream here. Uh, back to Brett here, who's got another great question. What's the rarest system that you've actually had in store? Do you have a hidden gem or an underrated console or handheld Ooh. suggestions? Okay, rare system. A rare system is uh, that I had in the store was uh, something that actually Brett 
purchased from me, <laughs> and I believe he sold it and sold and he but sold it to another collector recently. <laughs> because and I only know this because I've got my ear to the ground. That's what the kids are still saying, right? Ear to the ground. That's what they're saying. All right, right. That's right. it. What was the leisure vision? Have you ever heard of the leisure vision? It brings up, it's not Leisure Suit Larry, no, right? No, Leisure no, okay. Vision. It okay. was back in the day of the Atari with the uh, ColecoVision with the uh, uh, Intellivision. It was only made and sold in Canada. Come on. They had games like Pac-Man and stuff like that. They weren't called Pac-Man, but there was uh, <laughs> other stuff like that. Uh, the, the the other one is, uh, oh, it says the Leisure Vision is in my basement. Oh, no. Yeah, he has two. Oh, he's got he two. two. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But the uh, the other one that I do have is called the Microvision. It's a oh. handheld uh, a gaming system from the 70s. It was the first to have uh, interchangeable game plates. So you could play bowling, and then you could remove it, put on another uh, 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 plate, and then it'll be Star Trek Phaser or something. And they had a bunch of these things. It, uh, it wasn't really popular because then you had to buy all these uh, different plates. It was a different time. So when people saw these things, like a like a, a tiger a mini game back in the day, if, yeah. if it was one thing like Double Dragon, that made sense to them. Being able to uh, to change the cartridge into it, right? The parents were like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, I want nothing to do with this because this is just going to cost me more money. I just want one thing and done." Yeah, but uh, I've also got uh, I've got uh, three Rob the Robots. Uh, oh, none of them are for sale that he won't sell there's so many things in here that have a nfs sticker on them not for sale not and then sale. he has his hoard in the back that we call it and all the collectors will be peeking through the door trying to see what he's hiding back there yep. as he does <laughs> yep. he hides things and then once in a while i'll go back there and drag it all out and demand that he <laughs> clear some true. of it, it out. Is true. I had a, I had three power gloves in the back that were complete and working. And uh, right. Don said, "You've got two out here on display. You're selling these ones." Yeah. <laughs> so they sold like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've got another great comment coming in here from Julie. Said, "Hi, Roy and Don, from your little, not so little anymore customer from beginning, Andrew and Mom. Thank you for starting the gamer life." Oh yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, we haven't seen uh, Julie in a long time. Uh, Andrew there, he's a, a he's a, a great young man, always walking around on his tiptoes, <laughs> right? And uh, he had a, a an, an amazing fascination with trains. So trying to find a video game with trains in it was uh, was definitely a, 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 something that was a, a little hard to do. But he was absolutely fantastic. Uh, our our little uh, name for them is uh, is Julie Andrews because Julie and Andrew. So yeah, it was they, easy to remember. They just brought up a good point. Like it's we've been in business now for ten years. We started off the house and then we moved over here quickly. So it's been ten years between the mm -hmm. two things, and it's just so funny now to see customers that have been were coming in when we first opened are now coming in with their own kids. It's like they were coming in as teenagers. Now they have kids and they're bringing them in. I'm like, oh my gosh, Roy, I feel so old. Yeah, <laughs> I was so just gonna say, I'm gonna make me feel old too. Man. <laughs> I mean, geez, I, you know, I, I'd like to take Liam out. I mean, he's at a point now where his fascination, he's gonna be four in January and his fascination has lately been Mario Kart. And they've got the little Hot Wheel guys, hot, mm. uh, Mario Kart guys. So he's been playing those, and he'll kind of watch me play Xbox. He, he did play Cuphead with me 
on Xbox, which I was like so happy with, even though we were getting like our butts kicked. But he actually sat down and with me for about 45 minutes a few days ago to sit down and play some Mario Kart on on Switch. And uh, I was very proud. It was like that dad moment, right, Roy, where you're just like, ah, you know, it is time kind yes. of thing. You know what I mean? Pass yes. on the controller, right? Let's. Yes. Let's yeah, but then it. they take that controller and they sit on the game consoles for hours and hours. Our youngest is a big gamer and we have to put major limits <laughs> because. Uh... I don't know if you've seen this, but. <laughs> We made a uh, YouTube video of myself and the youngest playing Mario Kart, and I absolutely got destroyed by <laughs> by my youngest. It was not even a contest. The first race, it was head to head, toe to toe, won by a long shot. That I lost, but then the second, it was okay. I feel bad for you, Dad. <laughs> We're going to give you a 30 second head start and then I'm going to drive for a, a, a huge part of it with my eyes closed and you get to pick oh the track. God. I still lost by a whole straightaway. <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh yeah. He's Not probably exactly those red shells and you know, like, Oh dad, boom. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Oh yeah. Uh, it's just, it's just such a, I, I don't know. I, I always say to people like, you know, even with comic books and pop culture and all that kind of stuff, it's like, I think when you and I were like in grade school, high school, it's like, this wasn't like mainstream at all, man. And now it's yeah. like, no, people are just, it's, it's like the cool thing to be a part of, which is like good for us, I guess. And then certainly good for the younger generation who are in it. So there's less of a, Oh, you're a nerd slam you into a locker kind of thing versus like, Hey, like, did you pick up the latest copy of this? And where are you at in this level? And that kind of thing, you know? Yeah, when I was younger, uh, you didn't tell anybody that you were playing video games. It, uh, no. Like you said, there's there's a stigma, right? Uh, uh, you were the nerd, the loser, and uh, in girls, they wouldn't say that they played video games either. Oh God, no! Because no. it was like, uh, no, right? They had cooties if they played video games, but yeah. now it's the norm. It's accepted, uh, and uh, we have uh, how many? Uh, what, 30% of our customers is uh, female. female? Yeah. 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 it's That's a large percentage of people playing video games. And when they come in, uh, I hope that none of them have ever felt like uh, when we ask them, you know, what are you looking for? Like, or, uh, you know, can we help you out with anything? Uh, if meaning that uh, they didn't know what they wanted because they were a girl, right? We, we hope that we don't uh, come across like that at all because, it, you know, we're asking, so what are you here for? You're here for something for yourself? That'd be awesome if it is, right? Oh, because I get it all the time. People come in and they don't want to talk to me because I'm a girl and I don't oh. know anything, even though I do all the ordering. They need to talk to Roy. Roy yeah. knows all the answers. Yeah. Someone <laughs> so made, I get it. Someone made a rude comment uh, to Don. Uh, now, when I say rude, I mean it was, oh, can't even hook up a machine. Now, uh, it was, uh, it was, it was a GameCube. Don had never hooked up a GameCube to a no, television before. I was before. doing it fine. I well, was doing it okay, fine. Okay. So she was doing fine. Okay. So she's doing fine now. But she orders all of the stuff to the for the store. So everything that's in here is brand new. It's all because of her. Uh, she mm -hmm. made sure that uh, that the bills are all paid, that the employees are paid, employees are hired, and like everything. And then uh, Roy just looks pretty. We'll put Roy on the shelf and <laughs> Roy's the eye candy. I'll do right? all the, yeah, I do all the work. Roy's I, the eye candy. I, there I say this. I say this quite often. I don't wake up looking like this. <laughs> it takes me about three to four minutes. Then I look like this. <laughs> then you like put together. Throw, yeah. throw on a graphic tee and yeah. away you go. Do you like the t-shirt? 
It's awesome. I got to say the, the merch that you guys have, honestly, like sort of derail, like it's, you guys got some solid merch, uh, support and local, right? That's what it's about. And there was a tie in, right? If I, correct me if I'm wrong, like a bit of a charitable aspect yeah, to that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're still raising money for Maribel. Uh, we're selling the t-shirts. Uh, I used to work at Maribel, so there, there's the connection there. Um, awesome. but, uh, the proceeds from the sale of our t-shirts are going to Maryville Adolescent Family Services. So we're still selling them. So if you guys want them, <laughs> we yeah. have them available and there's three different ones. And what's great is uh, the, uh, the where we purchased the t-shirts from, it is its own charity. Yes. But, uh, they're a downtown called Charities. And yep. so they make prints all of the, the shirts. They employ people from the downtown mission. And so uh, all of the money goes to the downtown mission. And then uh, whatever monies that we make from the selling the t-shirts goes to another charity. So we're helping out one charity with another charity. It's absolutely fantastic. And then uh, we also recently got a stand-up uh, arcade machine that's in the store. We ask awesome. that uh, that anybody that, uh, that comes in that wants to, to play it out, it's one of these Neo Geos. It's got uh, 50 games built into it. Oh, cool. Just drop in a loony and all of the money goes to Easter Seals. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's 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 pretty cool that you guys are still connected to the community like that and paying it forward. And then on, uh, like I know at the beginning of the show, we said all over, you know, you're doing the YouTube, doing TikTok. Brett says, you know, Roy has over 11,000 loving his dances <laughs> on TikTok. It, so it, you got to find crazy. it out, you know. Yep, yep. It started to blow up this it was the most ridiculous TikTok. His dance moves are horrifying and <laughs> But and then I just saw the ticker going up, and it's over eleven thousand. And I'm just like, oh my god, eleven thousand people have seen you do this ridiculous dance now. Oh yeah. <laughs> Unless oh, you yeah. know him, it's it's disturbing. <laughs> Unless you know his comedy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like I said <laughs> earlier, anything to make somebody laugh. Yeah. <laughs> now here's a quick funny story. Okay. I had a young lady. She was trading in her Wii, and she had a whole bunch of games with it. Anyways, I told her that I would give her an extra. 20 bucks credit if she could beat me at any song in the game just dance she <laughs> could pick the song it was her game anyways so she says challenge accepted my employee at the time uh, dj again he was saying to me that he was busy doing his thing and when he looked over he saw a middle-aged man not dancing but floating he says i had never <laughs> knew that you had such smooth moves Anyways, at the end of the uh, the end of the song, she had almost three thousand points, and I had almost eight thousand points. And what was it, the song? It, it was uh, uh, "Dare." Woman. It was "Dare" by Gorillaz. Oh, not "Womanizer." Go. Not He's that's, very that's, good at "Womanizer." Yeah, "Womanizer" by Britney Spears. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, uh, it, then she was like, "Well, I almost beat you." I was like, "I I tripled your score." <laughs> so that that was really funny. That was really fun. Yeah, but these are the fun times you can have when you come into the game and be. You never oh, know yeah. what we're going to be doing. Oh, yeah. Listen, you're not you're not going to get that kind of stuff if you go down to the corporate. <laughs> no. Well, in, no, honestly, in, you're not. Yeah, I used to work for uh, for a corporate place that uh, in uh, Devonshire Mall a long time ago. It's called National Sports Warehouse Outlet. Now, when you had to say uh, the bit on the phone, uh, answering the phone, you had to say it correctly because they had uh, secret shoppers that would call, and if uh, you didn't say it correctly, then you didn't get promotions, right? So it was Seasons Greetings, National Sports Warehouse Outlet, Footwear, Roy speaking, how may I help you? 
which is absolutely ridiculous. And the fact that you remember it. <laughs> because <laughs> it's tattooed day. to my brain. <laughs> brain. So, You're like, I'm never doing this again. Exactly. I'm not going to do exactly. that to my yeah. employees. Now, the one no. thing that they did teach us was uh, that you had to acknowledge the customer in the store within 10 seconds. So you could go over and say, hi, how can I help you? Now, what I did was I uh, I went off and did my own thing, which was I just wave at people. And they walk in, hello. Great. And just hello. And then it, nine out of 10 times, the person that says hello, right, uh, they'll come like they'll come to me and ask me for assistance because I acknowledge them. Mm-hmm. Even when I was working at the sports store, if uh, I was working in one section, and it was a large store, they would come across the, the store to see me because I had acknowledged them in a friendly way. Yep. And then our customers become friends because uh... that is true. <laughs> and I said, I would give a, a, a shout out to Scott. Scott! Oh gosh, that was a loud show. <laughs> Scott's probably like, yes! That's exactly what he would be doing. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. That's my name! That's, That's my, my name. name! So, okay, here's the thing. Uh, you get a circle back. I'm going to have you guys back on. Uh, maybe we'll do something around Christmas or something and talk about, you know, holiday gaming and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, but, you know, before we wrap up the show, what do you guys want to say to the staff and, and certainly the folks who have supported a local business like yourself? And, and how do you feel about going in the next couple of months? I know, uh, you know, Delta variant, all that kind of stuff coming down the pipe and, you know, case to count. Like, how do you feel about what's going to happen, what may happen? And, and you know, the support that you guys have received uh, as a small business in the Windsor-Essex County area. Yeah, as I just took a deep breath. Yeah. <laughs> deep yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, I know, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, it uh, a, a potential lockdown is uh, it, it could happen. We hope it doesn't happen. Uh, first of all, we would love everybody to be safe. Everyone just sure. uh, just keep healthy, stay safe. You do you. Uh, but uh, as long as you can come into the store, see us, uh, message us on Facebook, give us a call. It is unbelievable to uh, to see and hear with the the people coming in and just saying that you know uh, we brighten their day in some way uh, shape or form even on the even on the phone it, yeah. it, it is really really nice i know the appeal of shopping online is there um but we really appreciate the local community supporting independent stores it is so important <laughs> to support these local stores we try and do that as much as possible because mm-hmm. it's what keeps the local economy going how many people in windsor work for uh, amazon I don't think very many people. <laughs> so uh, it, it's it's tough to compete with the online, but lately we've really noticed a huge influx of people wanting to support local. And we hope that oh, that yeah. continues, especially going into the holidays. I'm really hoping that we don't go into some sort of lockdown before Christmas like we did last year. That was, that was it was awful for business. We rely on the Christmas sales it's over i would say a third of our sales for the whole year mm-hmm. and we had our just like our knees cut out for <laughs> uh closing down two weeks before christmas it was beautiful but we did have a lot of support with the uh, uh with the curbside pickup yes we we made it easy for a lot of people simply you wanted something uh like playstation 2 games don ran over took a picture sent it to you then you could pick like you could see what was in there 
it was a lot of work, a lot of personalized shopping, but we'll do whatever it takes to get you guys in the door. Well, yeah, <laughs> we will do whatever. Sh- shameless plug. I, I've utilized it with them with, with this. I, I was looking for, I forgot, I think it was Mass Effect and uh, Andromeda. And then I ended up getting it through you guys because I'm like, hey, what's that on your shelf? Can you take? And then they're sending yeah. the photos, right? Yeah. And like, oh, yeah, I'll yeah. take that. No problem, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah we're, we're works. trying to get online. It's tough. We have tens of thousands of products. So oh, sure. it's not it's not an easy process getting online but we are we're we're working on it guys we're working on it oh yeah and we're also always putting more money back into the store mm-hmm. making it look nice and pretty for everybody it's a pretty don, cool place to go you know well thank you don said that uh, either i had to start looking nicer <laughs> or the store and it was a lot cheaper <laughs> and a lot a lot quicker <laughs> to make the store look nicer yeah. Well, it, it's a great to reconnect with you guys again. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, like I said, I'm a big fan of the store. I think you guys do amazing work. I think all the comments that on Facebook that we got tonight and certainly before you guys came on the show are very positive. And, uh, you know, I wish you guys nothing but the best. And thank you for being such uh, big supporters of the community as well. Appreciate it. Oh, Always good to talk to you guys. Us. Yeah, well, thank you very much. We love Windsor. <laughs> I know. Thanks for and watching, you guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You guys are Windsor, right? And that's what I, we want to like, echo around with people. And that's why we wanted to bring you guys on the show. So take care and we'll see you uh, pretty soon. Because you got to convince me, honestly, to go PS5. Because did you see the, quick, real quick, did you see the Spider-Man 2 trailer and Wolverine? When they oh, showed yeah. Wolverine, I lost my, and then Knights of the Old Republic, the remake, I lost my I was yeah, like, there's, oh my some, God. there's some pretty awesome things coming uh, PS5 way. Absolutely. So you're right? asking me <laughs> if I saw the trailer for this? I, <laughs> like, do you breathe air? Do you breathe air? Yeah, like, it's like, yes, I, I did. But, have you tried this stuff called water? It's fantastic. <laughs> but wasn't it? Wasn't it epic though? Like, I'm yeah. an Xbox guy, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, oh, yes, Star Wars, and I was like, oh, but it's not an exclusive, right? It's just a timed exclusive for Star Wars. But still, it's like exactly. not watching a show that everybody's watching. And you got to like get on it, you know, the Wolverine game that was completely out of left field. Right. I, I, I did not expect it. That was just beautiful. I, I am very, very excited. I'm, it's going to be awesome. I, we haven't had a good Wolverine game since like Wolverine origins back in 2013. That was pretty good. Um, oh, the original Nintendo Wolverine was pretty epic. <laughs> yeah. No, was that, no, that game was terrible. That game oh, was, no, was really bad. Say, I, was, I was thinking of like what? It was really, really bad. It was really it was bad. Just <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys, I'll talk to you soon. We're going to get back on the show. But in the meantime, take care, okay, and stay safe. You do. Thank you very much. Thank you. Roy and Don McLean from the Game MD. Great folks to deal with. Uh, great location on Tecumseh Road. Uh, check them out. It really is a cool place to bring your kids. And uh, if you are a kid at heart, they got all the things that you could want and need in terms of pop culture, video games. And uh, all things gaming as well. Uh, Debbie says, hey, I'm not a gamer, but interesting show. Debbie, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate it as well. So that'll do it for this edition of the uh, of the um, the report. Oh, my gosh. The project, as I should say. Uh, you can find out more on their website, too, thegamemd.com. And don't forget that we'll be back next week with our friends over at the Bulimia Anorexia Nervosa Association. They'll be joining me next Wednesday here live on the program. In the meantime, have a great week. Uh, you can catch up on past episodes on our YouTube channel and on Spotify. Just search the Arms Boom and Leg Project. Take care.